Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Phoebe Schechter, and you're listening to the Cleats Off podcast with Liz Bendari. everyone and welcome to the Cleats Off podcast. I'm your host Lisbon Dari and this is a show that brings you closer to the game you love. Today's guest is Phoebe Schechter, former Buffalo Bills coach, Great Britain American football captain and managing director of the UK Dukes. Enjoy the show! Welcome to the show, Phoebe. How's it going? Thank you so much for having me. It's going great. I feel a bit spoiled. I'm, I'm over in the States and it has been <laughs> in the 30s every day, um, oh. but with like 80% humidity. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't have that. <laughs> no, it's probably not a bad thing, to be honest. The humidity is a killer. <laughs> and what have you been up to in America so far? Uh, to be fair, pretty much working, but also I've been able to get to a few different flag football tournaments, which has been really cool because it's learning different formats that they play over here. And there's some youth tournaments. I'm going to a youth one this weekend. So just kind of being around the sport as much as possible, which I, I just love. <laughs> well, speaking of flag, last month, the NFL announced its partnership with the World Games, which takes place in 2022. Now, this is to introduce flag football, which for the first time, I believe, will feature eight men's teams and eight women's teams from around the world. How crucial is this for the growth of the game? Yeah, it's massive. And, you know, working the World Games is basically the next step to hopefully get to the Olympics. And if you're thinking about not just the UK, but all of Europe, I mean, you're offering people opportunities that they potentially never had before. Um, And flag football is such a accessible sport in terms of you don't need much equipment so it doesn't cost much money which means more people can play it it also kind of takes away some of the confusion of the rules of contact you know i think that's sometimes a barrier to people in regarding like getting involved in the sport so when you have you know quite simple rules it's quick paced so many more people can then get involved and be excited by the sport so not only are we we're going to increase the like participation in the sport but I'm hoping the fans as well because you know who doesn't want to get involved it's it's like basketball in a way (laughs) yeah definitely now in all of this NFL flag was created partly with the aim to increase female participation in flag football and to show athletes of all different kind of sports how they can get involved And as part of that, you've been mentioned as one of the trailblazers making big moves in the football world. What does it mean to you to be part of this? Yeah, you know, it is so exciting. I remember when they sent out the first emails, just some of the names on there are massive. You know, you've got um, 
Desiree Abrams in terms of like officials, Tony Harris, who's out there doing huge things in terms of her playing, um, Santia Deck. You just got all these really incredible women that are there to try and grow the game and, and push the sport forwards. And I feel quite lucky that I've actually known these females for you know, pretty much my entire time within football. I'm sure you've experienced it. It's a very small world in a lot of ways, and especially the women's side of things. Everyone knows each other, everyone supports each other. So I'm just really excited to be a part of it and, and even more excited to see what we can do, what we can create to give people more opportunities. And bottom line, get more females involved in sport. You know, it's it's a game changer, it's a life changer for someone once you start playing it doesn't matter contact or flag it's just you know you feel so much more confident and it's a whole new community for you so yeah I, I can't wait I just want us to like get going right now <laughs> yeah it's really exciting and to have Russell Wilson involved as chair how special is that to have someone like him on board yeah I mean so Russell Wilson and Sierra have both been huge proponents of growing the game internationally you know we've worked with them with NFL UK when they've come over and done work in schools and I know they're so passionate about growing the game outside of the US so for us internationally I mean it's massive to have someone like that kind of leading the ship and steering the ship so it's going to be terrific I think it's going to I think it's going to change what football looks like in the next couple of years for all of us you know we've got a really great small community but i think that that's easily gonna double if not triple over the next few years so you know it's incredible to have someone of his status people know him even if you don't even know the sport he's kind of like a tom brady in terms of you know he's a quarterback and those are always you know the special guys anyways <laughs> so it's just gonna help again grow the fans and get more people involved because Everyone wants to be like those two. <laughs> yeah, legit. They are goals. Now, the growth of the women's game is something that we're all starting to see now, but we all know there's a big difference between saying we have to be inclusive and actually being inclusive. How do you think we can get more girls involved in the sport? Yeah, and, and that's such a good point. You know, so many times, especially kind of the day and age we're in, it almost feels more like a tick box exercise as opposed to doing something about it. Yes, we're really good at saying all these things and, you know, getting all those key buzzwords in, but what does it actually mean if we don't actually put action behind that? Um, and, you know, to get more females involved in the sport, I, I basically bring it back to when I started playing and just, you know, who I am now is nobody. Like, I would never imagine I would be who I am if you asked me eight, nine years ago, just because American football has helped me grow into the person I am you know, whether it's through confidence or, you know, just feeling empowered for my teammates and playing a sport. But I think for, for girls that are out there right now that know nothing about the sport, showing people, you know, actually having like a, a visible person that kind of looks like you out there playing, showing the different opportunities because not everyone wants to play. Some people want to coach or officiate. And I think we need to make sure that we're creating more opportunities for people to get involved and shout about what a great sport it is that that we have and you know you don't have to play contact you can play flag so there's so many different ways for people to to get involved and kind of you know build on their identity through a sport which is you know who doesn't love that we, we get to be free when you're out there playing now we've seen with the international player pathway that more non-american men are getting over into the nfl 
And I'm hoping now with flag football being a sport you can get a scholarship through, that we'll see more women get into the game, not just in America, but worldwide. How important is this for the development of the game? Yeah, and, you know, um, using Liz Sowers, for example, uh, who's taken over as one of the coaches, you know, one of her goals, which I love, is that she's not just looking to recruit from Kansas. She's looking to recruit from Florida worldwide. You know, there's a lot of incredible athletes out there internationally. Um, And I think one of the things we've even done in the UK is starting to now look into people from different sports because really we look back to how the women's game, you know, we had such a a great success early on because we had a lot of ex-rugby girls come on board and they weren't afraid of contact, for example. So why aren't we looking into track athletes who have that, that speed that they've been working on for years now? So all we gotta do is teach them how to catch a football. Um, so, you know, now, now internationally, we're giving people more opportunities to get an education and have that be paid for. I mean, that's, that's massive. You don't have to just play sport and then maybe work on your education. You can do both at the same time and you have no idea where these doors will lead to. So yeah, I mean, the NAIA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It was such a huge step for females. And I think it will also encourage more high schools and the like younger levels to have programs. I know like Georgia um, and Florida have some high school programs just for girls, but I think if you know that there's an exit strategy or a next step, then you'll definitely get more people wanting to, you know, train and and try and build towards that because now they've got goals that they can achieve. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys, we'll be right back. First, we've got a quick message from our friends over at the National Vintage League. Hi, this is Hugh, and you're listening to the National Vintage League ASMR. If you're looking for authentic vintage NFL jerseys and apparel from the 1970s till now, there's only one place to go. Come check us out at nationalvintageleague.com or check out our Instagram. Save the planet. Look good doing it. And don't forget, you can enjoy 10% off by using the code NFLGILUK. Back to the interview. Now, you and I, we last got together for coffee in October, but the last time I interviewed you was when you were still coaching at the Bills. How much do you miss that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, to be honest, last season was tough. It was it was definitely tough to not, you know, it was great to watch them on Sundays, but <laughs> just missing being a part of something greater than yourself and missing being in an atmosphere where every day you get to work and you want to be better. And it's not just better for yourself. It's better because of all the people that you work with. You know, I'd, I'd obviously made the, the conscious decision to come back after OTAs, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I wasn't really thinking about the bills every single day because it definitely is such a part of your life and your DNA. Um, but they've been terrific. You know, I was lucky I got to go up to Buffalo last week and hang out with a bunch of people and, you know, reconnect. And really, we've been in contact the whole time. It's really hard to 
be in that situation and not be so close with everyone still, whether from staff to people within the building, coaches, players, whoever it is, you know, they're just amazing people to be around. So, you know, I'll definitely go back again and visit and who knows what will happen next year. It's, um, you know, I think when you're kind of used to being at that level of like operating and, uh, and almost stress in a way, in a weird, in a weird way, you, you kind of crave it and you want more of that. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm definitely not saying that's the end of my coaching journey by any means. And I've loved being over in the UK and coaching our GB under 19 guys, you know, they're so, they're just great to be around because they're young and they want to absorb so much information and they're doing everything they can to get better. And they've got a world of opportunity ahead of them. Um, but, you know, being at the elite level, there's very few things that compare to that. So we'll see what next, uh, next <laughs> season brings. <laughs> definitely. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> So talk to me about the UK Dukes and the children's book that yourself and Kenny have been working on. Yeah, so um, how this all came about was actually, I was looking, I've kind of been like writing down things for years now, just in terms of like compiling, not like a, di- I guess kind of like a diary um, and looking into maybe publishing something like that. And we've been speaking with a publisher and she had mentioned to us, you know, something that actually people are really lacking right now are children's books with a strong female lead. So, you know, I spoke with Kenny about it and he is completely the creative one. I can't take any, any credit for his creativity. Um, and he just kind of started putting a, a pen to paper and came back We kind of, you know, worked on it together and created this really great story, kind of reflecting his daughter. So he is a, a young daughter who's four years old, going to be five, called Eden. And we've created this children's book called Eden and the Dukes. And the Dukes team is actually based off of our real team we have in, um, like in real life. And all the players have such different personalities and such different skill sets. But for us, it's all about going out and having a good time. So it's all about this little girl getting involved in flag football. Um, and for us, one of the really cool things is we're looking to get it translated into seven different languages so this will be key because now we're we're basically spreading flag football across europe so you know just introducing it to kids at a young age and parents as well and um then we can use it within schools so if you're trying to teach a language you know there's a lot of really great things that we can do about it um one of the craziest things i uh, to fair kenny had found out was and something like five uh, there's only 5% of authors are African-American. And I just thought that is insane. How, like, how does that even happen when you look at our population? So, you know, Kenny's done a brilliant job. He's written this book. He's writing another children's poem. I mean, he comes from a, a primary school teacher background. So this is definitely his world in terms of knowing what age range you know, that was half our issues. I was like, how do you know what this age group would like? You know, I don't know anything about kids, unfortunately, but um, luckily he's definitely been our, our pioneer here. Um, so yeah, no, really excited about it. I'm excited about having a, a female lead in this book just to, yeah, show little girls from a young age that try something new and, you know, overcoming these fears that we have and yeah, so I think we're both just so thrilled about it. And then to have Wilson on board and, and supporting our book is massive as well. So we're going to have our little raffle start this week. They've you know given us gloves and footballs to raffle off to, to 
basically get money for our book. Because the one thing I didn't realize is how expensive an illustrator is to yes. do this. And we've had a great illustrator. So we've got a, um, a cartoon picture of Kenny and myself. And he did this picture for us years ago. And we just knew that actually he's the guy that we really want to do it. And, um, and we've also done it so that it's over real pictures from within London. So, you know, I know, yeah, over here, we've got perceptions of what American football should be like, but actually, you know, you can go to a park in London and play the sport. You can be in the city and playing the sport. So that was key for us as well. It looks like the environment that you could go out to and you can go play American football. So lots of different elements, but really excited. <laughs> I absolutely love the idea. And I saw that you're working on some crowdfunding to help. So how can someone get involved to support this? Yeah, I mean, literally just go to GoFundMe um, and type in the UK Jukes or it's in any of our social media platforms, you know, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, all the UK Jukes and it's in our bio there. But yeah, every penny is appreciated and our raffle starts today, I think. So, you know, that could be a fun way to get involved too because you could win a really nice football. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, Phoebe, as always, it's been great to speak to you and best of luck with the book and all the other amazing things you're getting stuck into. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's been great to speak to you again as well. <laughs> I love to chat to Phoebe and learning all about the incredible things she's getting involved in. I'm excited to see the future of women's football. Well, that's it for another episode of the Cleats Off podcast. As always, I'd love your comments and feedback, so feel free to reach out to me at NFLGirlUK across Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. I wouldn't want you to miss a single episode. Until next time, thanks for listening.